0: Welcome. This is Anastasia Glova bringing you the Cato Daily Podcast. Be sure to log on to our website, www.cato.org, for a full archive of our podcasts as well as many other audio offerings. A new Cato Institute study released today urges pollsters, political strategists, candidates, and the media to take note of the libertarian vote in the upcoming midterm elections. The Libertarian Vote by Cato Executive Vice President David Bowes and Executive Director of America's Future Foundation David Kirby finds that at an estimated 13% of the electorate, Libertarians comprise a significant swing vote. Noting that the Libertarian vote shifted sharply in 2004, the study concludes that if that trend continues into 2006 and 2008, Republicans will lose elections they would otherwise win. Joining us today is one of the study's authors, David Kirby. David, what does your study find? Would you say that libertarians are the new purple?
1: Well, you know, they might as well be. The story of the last decade in American politics has been a story of polarization, that the nation is evenly divided, red versus blue, liberal versus conservative, Republican versus Democrat, right down the middle. But it turns out that this assumption of the last decade may be wrong. Our study has found, interestingly, if you look at ideology as a four-way matrix rather than the one-way liberal versus conservative divide, it turns out that, one, libertarians are about 13% of all Americans nationally, or 15% of the voters, which is about the size of the religious right. And the second key finding is libertarians are in play. They swing from election to election, from Republicans to Democrats. In 2000, they were a solidly Republican demographic. It was 72% Bush to about 20% Kerry. 2004, it swung way over towards the Democrats with Bush winning only about 59% and Kerry almost doubling his percentage of Libertarians, which is a significant shift. So it's bigger than soccer bombs and bigger than NASCAR dads.
0: How did you go about gathering the data to arrive at these conclusions?
1: Well, we looked at generally available public opinion sets by Gallup, Pew, and Annis, and we identified three questions that we thought could pick out libertarians, two questions on fiscal issues and one question on social issues. If you were fiscally conservative and socially liberal on these three questions, you were libertarian. So once we identified the libertarians, we could take a look at how their voting behavior, demographics, and other characteristics have changed over time.
0: So who is the typical libertarian voter? What does he look like?
1: Well, they're more male than female. They have generally cold feelings towards the political parties. They're more independent than Republican and Democrat. Even those who identify as Republican and Democrat identify weakly rather than strongly. They tend to live more in the West. They tend to have cold feelings towards the Christian coalition and religious fundamentalists. They have warmer feelings towards gays and lesbians. They have warm feelings towards business people. So it's a pretty average cross-section of the public, except what unites them is their ideology.
0: And what factors caused this libertarian base to shift their support away from Republican and conservative candidates whom they've traditionally supported?
1: Well, it's not hard to see several factors. The Bush administration's increase in spending, its increase in executive authority, the flagging war in Iraq, civil liberties issues, and its generally heavy-handed social policy gave libertarians more than enough to be pushed away from the Republican Party. From what we see, these voters who have gone Democratic are not really very excited about it. They're more not Bush than for the Democrats. But, you know, that could change if Democrats come around and start to offer libertarians a reason to vote for them.
0: I agree with you that it's a swing vote, but I ask you, is it an important one? Could it actually influence elections?
1: Well, thinking about the 2006 midterm, this polling data is all national surveys, so it's not sufficient to give us a district by district analysis. But to the extent that this election is a referendum on the Bush administration, libertarians who turn out to vote at higher percentages have a high intensity against uh, what's currently going on in the world. They could decide the election in key districts. Places to look are the open seat in Colorado. You know, it looks as though the seat is already won by the Democrat, but the open seat in Arizona was also a place that libertarian votes likely would be important along the Northeast seaboard and all those swing districts for the House. Those could be key places where libertarians may make a decisive difference in the outcome and really throw the House one way or the other.
0: If you've been following the debate on the libertarian Democrat, would you tell libertarians to vote Democrat in the next election?
1: Well, I'm not quite there yet. I would libertarians should probably vote with their principles. I'm not yet convinced that Democrats, who you know, in the 2004 election supported the federal marriage amendment, they wanted more spending, not less. You know, in a forced choice environment, which is what the Republican strategy is. I'm not yet convinced Democrats have given us enough to go for, it, but that could change. A stronger position on civil liberties the recent Kelo decision of the supreme court gave a possible issue that democrats could appeal to libertarians on even less full-throated big government big spending liberal policies could be an appeal maybe a balanced budget amendment to the constitution to something that democrats could support that could bring libertarians but at the end of the day i think libertarians are republicans to lose and in the 6 years the republicans have done a pretty good job at least with the evidence of pushing libertarians away
0: if you enjoyed this program Consider subscribing to Cato Audio, a dynamic 60-minute monthly recording that brings you inside the Cato Institute for highlights from exceptional one-of-a-kind lectures and events on key issues of the day presented by nationally known scholars, authors, and political leaders. Cato Audio is available on our website as well as on iTunes and audible.com.